Hello, friends. Welcome to Level Up with Debbie Neal. I am your host. There is nowhere I would rather be than right here, right now with you. This podcast is all about leveling up in all aspects of our lives. Thank you for being here. I am so grateful. I'm excited to be on this journey with you. Together, we are leveling up. You ready? Are you a network marketing professional? Are you looking to get crystal clear on your goals and what you have to do to achieve them? If the answer is yes, keep listening. My friends over at 90 Day Habits just launched the first 12-month planner created specifically for network marketers. This planner will help you achieve more while doing less by getting clear and organized on your daily, weekly, and monthly schedule to help reduce reduce overwhelm and get you into consistent, inspired action. I would recommend anyone and everyone in the network marketing profession to use this planner. It keeps you on track and it keeps you accountable. It helps you focus on your goals and what we focus on, we create. Leaders make quick decisions, then they make the right decisions. Make the decision to commit to your business today with the 90-Day Habits 12-Month Planner available at 90dayhabits.co, 90dayhabits.co, and use Level Up 15 for 15% off your order. Hello, my Level Up family. I am extra excited to be here with all of you guys today. So last week, we talked about visualizing your way to success. Everything starts off with a vision in your mind. When you can see the win in your mind, when you can see the goal in your mind, when you can see what you're creating in your mind, that is when you take the actions and the steps and you're building the belief that you know it is coming towards you. So today's episode, I'm going to let you know why I'm extra excited. You guys, guys know that I have yet to have a guest on this show, Level Up with Debbie Neal. You've been hearing a lot of Debbie Neal for the last year and a half. And you guys, I've been thinking lately about really having a guest and who would I want that guest to be and who's my first guest. And so I was meditating, I was praying, and I was like, who, who? And then all of a sudden, what popped into my mind was my baby girl, my daughter. Now, I have two daughters. You guys who know me, you know that I have four children. They are my entire world. Brooke is turning 24 today, and I'm going to talk about that today. Um, Tyler is 21, and my twins just turned 18. And so when I said, my gosh, it's Brooke. Brooke is going to be my first guest. And then, so when I was talking to Chase, Chase is my like my everything when it comes to a podcast, right? We do it through through his business. He does all this for me. And so when we were preparing the topic for today, he's like, oh, so the episode with Brooke is going to air on November 14th. And you guys, I prepare like well in advance. So I don't always know when we're preparing, when it's going to air. He lets me know that. Well, you guys, November 14th is Brooke's birthday. So you're listening to this. If you're listening to this on release day, it's Brooke's birthday. So that just makes it extra appropriate and 
extra special. So before we even start today, I want to remind you guys, first of all, after you hear today's episode, I want you to kind of think of what type of guests would you like? Like, what are the topics? What do you want to hear about? What do you want to know? What's going to inspire you? Who do we want to invite to join our Level Up family? So text that information to me. If you are not yet part of our Winnow Texting family, you can subscribe. So you would type in area code 631-894-9571 with the word text. It gives you the ability to subscribe and then we'll be able to communicate that way. So I'm super excited and you'll be getting texts from me on a regular basis. Okay. So let's start today. My kids are my everything, absolutely everything. So when I started my business, okay, when I started my way to, I don't want to say my way to success because we really start that very early on in life. But when I really started my entrepreneurial journey, my kids at the time, Brooke was six, Tyler was four, and Bailey and Ryan were one and a half. And so they've seen a lot in the 16 plus years. And so they've seen a lot, but what's also happening now, I'm getting to really experience what it's like to have my children just blossom and flourish and become who they are meant to be in this world. So Brooke is 24 years old. She's an incredible entrepreneur. And we are going to start with, we're going to go back and forth with questions. That's obviously an interview process. And this is going to be new to me. Okay. New to me, new to her. So I'm grateful that I'm experiencing this with my child. So Brooke, tell our incredible audience, what is a little bit about you that you want everybody to know? Hi, everybody. I am so excited and so honored, a little bit nervous to be here, but I'm so grateful that she thought of me and wanted me to share with you guys and a little bit about me. So I'm 23 now. It's October 11th, but on November 14th, I'm going to be 24. I graduated from St. Joseph's University in Philadelphia in the United States for those out of the country in 2021. So I've been out of college for about a year and a half now, and I'm pursuing my business full-time post-graduation that I actually started four years ago and built mostly from my dorm room in various college apartments. I started when I was 19 years old, actually following in my mom's footsteps, which was always my dream but never my plan to start that young. I had watched my mom build an abundant life, one with choices, growth, flexibility, travel. I always knew I wanted to create that for my future family, God willing, one day. One day was the kicker. All my friends were going to college and excited about the corporate path. And honestly, I really was too, until I wasn't. I came home May after my freshman year. So this is when I was 19, had an incredible experience at college itself for that full year. But I had such a strong tug on my heart that I wanted more than the path I currently could see myself on finishing four years. Of course, I finished and graduated, but finishing and going into the corporate world, I just felt a tug that I didn't want that, that that wasn't for me. I knew it was for some people, but I prayed a lot on it. I had a lot of discussions with my parents and long story short, I started my entrepreneurial journey as well. I knew this would be a great experience for me to learn to grow as a person, to network, to earn while I was in college, but more importantly, to start building now for what I wanted later. So that's what I do. I'm partnered with a wellness company. I embarked on a health journey in 2020. This has impacted every bit of my life. Gut health fascinates me for this reason. If you knew me 
before or in 2020, I really say, no, you didn't. Seriously, I feel like a brand new person between my health and my faith, which is incredibly important to me. I love to travel. I love to read. I'm in a long distance relationship. So that's just a little bit about me and my journey in business, but a little bit about me personally. I don't know if there's anything else she wants me to share. She, of course, knows me better than anybody else. Well, I'm, I'm so glad you shared that because here's the thing, like our level up community where it's like a family. And so like, I really want them to get to know you and feel you. And so here's, here's a question I have for you. And I think this is going to be really useful and helpful to so many listeners. So a lot of the listeners that we have are successful people. They're looking to level up their success. They're looking to level up their life. They're looking to become more, to be their very best. And not everybody is a parent, right? So people, we've done an episode on parent guilt, mom guilt. People use their their significant other as an excuse. They have this tug. See, here's the thing about being an entrepreneur, right? You, you The greatest thing is that you don't have a boss, but the worst thing sometimes is that you don't have a boss. So here's what I'm, here's my question to you. When I started this business, you were six years old. So at six years old, that's the age where I could just remember the drawing, the coloring, mom, don't leave. And as parents, we have a tendency to focus on, like, we don't really want to be away from our children. We want to create this life, but we don't really want to be away. So we've got this tugging on our heart. Now for me, I saw the time away as me creating time to have more time and more fu- and and more choices going into our life and our future but i'd love your viewpoint on this your true viewpoint at this because obviously there's sacrifices there's benefits all these things but what is from your perspective from a 6 year old starting this journey as the child versus the entrepreneur I love talking about this now that I'm in the same industry and work with a lot of different people. But in regards to this question, women with young kids, this really is the most common excuse. And it breaks my heart because of my different perspective. I'm so grateful that I have had that other perspective, being the kid who had a mom was chasing her dreams. And with that comes sacrifices. My mom is very humble and I love that so much about her. So I'll brag a bit and say, that the size of the business that she has built and the speed in which she built it and grew to the top of our company is not something that was built on convenience. It it just wasn't. And I'd argue that it would be impossible to be. So some sacrifices that I can recall are missing some nights of her putting me to sleep because she was at events or wherever she was. I spent my seventh birthday actually at a business meeting with her. She had promised me that this would be the one night she wouldn't work. I had said over and over, please, November 14th, just please, can we spend this day doing whatever I wanted to do? But she was being recognized for a huge accomplishment at this meeting. And so many of her team members were as well. She wasn't in charge of the scheduling, so she had to be there. So we actually both went and had a blast. I remember wearing a princess outfit. Everybody sang for me and she got me enough gifts that everybody in the room could hand me one. So she made it so special. It was all in the delivery and her being solution oriented, of course, but maybe some other things were her being on calls during dinner time, embarrassing me, maybe more so as a teenager, networking with people out and about in public all the time, maybe miss some sports games, some school events. So these are just some specific sacrifices that you might be thinking you might need to make in order to build your business or whatever this is. And I'm sure some of them broke her heart at the time. I know they broke mine too, because I lived them. But those sacrifices made our family into what it is today. And I'm just going to share a few reasons on how that was the case. So first of all, 
the role model that I have had, someone who pours her heart into her career, someone who wakes up every single day with purpose to impact others, someone who does what they say they're going to do, which is really huge, more is caught than taught, somebody who gives back. I saw her work so hard my entire life. And because of that, I know my three siblings and I know that we can achieve hard things because we saw her do it, right? It's one thing to say it. And then it's one thing to actually go out and live that. And the second reason is the obvious one, right? I know she talked about that, but the life that we have now would not be possible without the opportunity she was presented with, but more importantly, how she ran with it. And something I love to share because this was a moment that I fully grasped. This was during my freshman year. I fully grasped one, I was think I'm made for more and I don't really want this current path I'm on. But two, wow, I'm so grateful for every sacrifice she made. It seems like an insignificant moment, but to me, it really was significant was around 1030, a lot of days I would text my mom just, just hello. And she would know exactly what that meant. That meant that I wanted her to meet me for lunch at 12 after my two classes that I had that morning. And she was able to do that just about every single time I had texted her. If she did not make those sacrifices in her entrepreneurial journey and she had a traditional corporate job, and again, not knocking it, but I'm so grateful for the sacrifices, just answering the question here, she would never have been able to do that. She made so many sacrifices in the first few years and of course still makes sacrifices to this day to maintain and continue her success. But those sacrifices she made that time away created time. She missed moments for a season and since then has not had to miss a significant moment since for years and years for the rest of our lives. We've traveled the world as a family. She's putting us all through college. What what a blessing. I'm so grateful. Um, and a third reason, I know I'm kind of saying a lot here, but there's so much I can unpack and I'm so grateful for it all. Now I'm mature enough to know that the sacrifices she made were truly nothing. I mean, really, like the things that I just listed before compared to her being away from us for 40 hours per week, for the entirety of us being raised. Sure, she worked hard and sure, she prioritized it and did make some sacrifices, but it was alongside us. A job is mandatory because you have a boss, like she said, and if you don't go, you can't get fired. And an entrepreneurial journey isn't mandatory because you can't get fired. And people sometimes I feel in our industry don't feel guilty about spending all day at a job, but then they all of a sudden feel guilty when they just want to work for 30 minutes after on a side hustle or on a business that can free up so many things on your plate that aren't fulfilling you and are taking so many precious moments away from you and your family and ones that can actually create the time and financial flexibility that you're craving. So it's so worth shifting your perspective on that. So my long-winded answer is all to say that every sacrifice was so worth it for the life we have today, for everything that I learned from witnessing it firsthand. And I'm grateful for every bit of it. And I really had to go and think and dig about the sacrifices she made because we don't even think about those anymore. Amazing. And you guys, I know that you've heard me say the story, the birthday story before on past podcasts, but I could remember this like it was yesterday. It was I was building and I was working. And, you know, sometimes people dread what that's going to look like. I don't know if you've heard of this thing called inspired action, but it's like your heart is on fire and you're, it's easy to say no to social events. It's easy to say no to going out to dinner or going to the movies because what you're doing is lighting your soul on fire. So as much as I loved my kids, I was so inspired to go out and build what I was creating. And I remember Brooke saying to me, just promise me the one night, the one, I'm like, of course, of course, that's an easy promise. It's an easy promise until this meeting came up. And it, 
yes, I was being recognized, but just like Brooke said, so many other people. And just like she said, it was the delivery. Cause I was like, I could have been like, Brooke, I'm so sorry. I know that I promised, but this came up and I have no choice. We always have choices. I had a choice to go to that meeting or to not go to that meeting. I also had a choice how I was going to share that information with my child. And I remember saying, Brooke, guess what? Cause my kids, I don't know about you guys, but when my kids were little, it was like 7.30, lights out. Like 7.30, lights out. It was like boom, 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 boom. Even if they weren't tired, they hung out in their crib or their bed. And I was like, guess what we're doing? We're going to a meeting and you're going to go out to dinner at nine and you're going to get to stay up late. And she was excited. You guys, I had a choice, but I chose our future. I chose that. And you know what? I don't know if that would have been the turning point, but our future is a sum of our choices. So I don't know if we didn't make that choice for her seventh birthday, if we'd be launching this podcast on her 24th birthday. The choices we're ma- we make create our future. Okay. So Brooke, the next question that I have for you, it's kind of in line with the same thing. First of all, if you have any like specific, like favorite trips or anything you've been on, like feel free to share that because like kids love to travel, right? And I don't know what type of business you're all in, but um, my type of business, you do have the opportunity to earn trips and all of these great things. So I've my kids got to benefit from those things. And so also that, but what advice would you give parents with young children who have this burning desire inside of their heart to build their business, to level up their life. And they don't do it maliciously, but they're using their kids or their significant other or their excuses that are real as and as an excuse, as a holdback. So many amazing trips. The one that popped right into my head when you said that was definitely Atlantis in the Bahamas. There is water parks and slides and so many fun things to do, which my siblings and I absolutely loved and on these incentive trips, how cool that we were able to make so many friendships and be around such a positive community and other children of moms who really experienced the same thing as us and being around that environment completely shaped my childhood. And I want to get into that a little bit in my answer here. So I'm not going to get too into it, but my first piece of advice is to get really clear on what you want and to share that with your family or your loved ones, whoever this will be impacting. This doesn't just go for children. Of course, I don't have kids yet. And this applies to everybody who has people in their lives who will be affected. This could be a significant other or a friend or maybe a parent. Don't brush it under the rug. I remember her saying over and over, mommy is doing this for you. I'm out tonight because of this. This is what I'm going to create. And she said that over and over and over. I'm going to create the most amazing life for us. She enrolled us really often too in her goals for each incentive trip. This is what I wanted to get into or promotion or any goal that she had. My brother and I made a tracker for her. So another piece of advice embedded in this one is she made really quality time with us. We pocketed in whether that was a 30 minute time amount or an hour, two hours, whatever she had that day, her phone was away, no work. It was just us and whatever we wanted to do, which for me was always coloring or some sort of arts and crafts. So one thing that we did during this was we made her a tracker for some sort of goal that we had. And we had different boxes she had to color in, whether that was for a sales number or I don't know, whatever it was. And once her tracker was completed, we actually all got something. So I remember one time specifically where my brother got 
Millennium Falcon. Is that how you say it? The Star Wars Lego set. And what I got when she completed the tracker was a trip to New York City for an American Girl doll shopping spree. So every night she would come home from her events or she wouldn't be at an event and we would be like, can we call her in a box? Can we call her in a box? Why aren't you at an event? I want to call her in the box. We were so invested because we wanted to go on the trips or whatever it was. She really shared what it was, what she was creating, and also had something in it for us as well, which was really fun and just made it like a family thing. You know, this wasn't mom out doing her thing for her. It was mom is out doing this thing for all of us. And we were all so involved. And I think that really, really, really helped. And my second tip here, which goes along with that is to take yourself serious. How serious you take yourself is how other people are going to take you, how serious other people are going to take you. And this goes with having a clear vision and sharing that over and over. But she also took herself really serious and she did things that she said she was going to do unapologetically. She didn't apologize. She didn't say, oh, I feel so terrible. I feel so guilty. This would be giving us more permission to just be upset. Think about if she would have told me on my on my seventh birthday, I'm so sorry. I feel terrible. This is the end of the world. You have to stay at home. I would have probably had permission to cry all day and think she was awful and kick and scream. But instead she was solution oriented and she said, no, we're going to do this. And this is going to be amazing. And she held her head high and reminded us why she was doing it. She followed through with all of her commitment. She did what she said she was going to do. And some people want support from their loved ones, maybe wondering why they don't have it. But I see them not showing up for things and not following through with their commitments. For example, if you say maybe, oh, I'd come on this Zoom training call, but I can't because it's date night with my husband, and then wonder why he doesn't take your business seriously, that's not really in alignment, right? Because you would never have a date day during his work day if you worked from nine to five, because that's a non-negotiable. He goes to work. So when we take our commitment serious, others will too. When we say things, oh, I can miss this. It's no big deal. Let's go. I'll go to the mall with my friends instead. Or, oh, I can just hang out with you and go on the Zoom and turn my camera off at the same time, put my phone in my pocket. That's giving people around you permission to not take your business serious, to not take your health journey serious. If you're like, oh, I'll just order this cheeseburger and a a Coke at lunch, you can do that. Of course, it's all about balance, but we need to follow through with our commitments and write what we say we're going to do down and then actually do that and show the people around us that we're going to be serious about it and that we take ourselves seriously. I know that was really helpful for us as well because we watched her every day, like I said, get up and do what she said she was going to do. So that's my biggest piece of advice, I think. Do you guys see why my kids inspire me so much? Like they make me better. They push me to be better. Okay, Brooke, let's switch it to you now. We switched to, we, I loved you sharing your perspective, right? Of a child, because there's a lot of people out there that are ready to level up. They're ready to level up. And I know that your advice is going to make a dramatic difference in their life and in their business. But now you're an entrepreneur. You're an entrepreneur. You're building this incredible business. You are are such an example to young women all over. I mean, to to everybody. I'm I'm just saying young women because you're a young woman, okay? And I am so proud of you. You're not only, you, you not only are building this incredible business, but you're inspiring thousands with your example of faith, your example of confidence, your example of health. So what are your, some of your top tips to building confidence? Oh gosh, thank you. First of all, that really is my goal. And I know confidence is so important. If we don't respect and trust and believe in ourselves, who will? It starts with us always. My confidence in myself definitely transformed when I strengthened my faith. So I have to lead with that, having an unwavering knowing that I'm here for a reason, 
that was fearfully and wonderfully made, feeling tugs to go certain places and speak with different people. My faith has given me a confidence that's way greater than self-love. And that doesn't waver because it's confidence in something bigger than me. But a few things that came to my mind also right away in terms of confidence, of course, personal growth books, podcasts, filling my mind with so much good affirmations, visualizing have made a world of a difference for me. But I'm sure all of you listening to this have listened to the Level Up with Debbie Neal episodes on that. So I'm not going to get fully into that. Go do that next if you haven't seen the episode. So the advice I want to elaborate on for this question is kind of a two-parter to know what you want and then go and do something to go get it. So the first part is to get really clear on who are you And what do you want? One of my favorite quotes is the more you like yourself and the decisions you make, the less you're going to need others to. So get really clear on that. What makes you you? What are your strengths? What are your gifts? What are your accomplishments? Write them down. Cheer yourself on. Pat yourself on the back. Write down your qualities that you're looking for in a dream relationship friendships that you want in your life, a job that you want, a lifestyle. Why do you want those things? Focus on it. Do journaling prompts. Write it over and over. When you aren't sure, this is when I have found that it's easy to be wishy-washy. It's easy to just do what everybody else is doing when you don't actually know who you are, what you want, what value you bring to the world, what you're looking for in different relationships and things. But when you know you want something different, when you know you want something specific, it's so much less tempting to settle for anything else and keep this in front of you at all times. Make a vision board, make it your phone background, write it down over and over. Like I said, intentionally fill your mind with, okay, this is who I am and this is what I want. And then the second part about that is keep those promises to yourself because it's really great to dream and to read and to affirm. All those things are so important. But if we are doing that without taking steps towards that vision, It feels incredibly out of alignment. Take that from someone who has tried it before. You build confidence in the moments where nobody else is watching. So just take one step, take another. If you say you're going to work out today, work out today. If you promise yourself, if it's on your to-do list to go live on Instagram today, go live on Instagram today. If you say you're going to invite 10 people to attend a webinar you're hosting, invite those 10 people. These are all things that you and only you will probably know are on your to-do list and you and only you will know if you do them or don't. But that's really when it matters most. When my confidence was at its lowest, I was thinking, you know, nobody will matter. It does, you know, nobody sees me in these moments. It's only me if I'll know. So who cares if I do that? Who cares? That's Of course we care. That's how we go about everything. Ed Milet says all the time, your confidence is the reputation that you have with yourself. Winning in the dark is so important. It's most important of all when nobody's watching. And as you start to do that, you're going to start to trust yourself more and more. You'll start to think this magical thing started to happen when I kept my promises to myself of, okay, I just did this uncomfortable thing. I kept my promise to myself here maybe I can do this hard thing too. Okay, I just made this reel on Instagram, which was so out of my comfort zone. I was so worried what people were going to think about me, but I made it and posted it anyway. Now maybe I can go live on Instagram because that thing wasn't so bad. Or now I've mentored one person and helped them find success. Now maybe I can go mentor five, 10 other people because I have confidence in my ability to mentor one. And another specific example for me, I love how moments happen here, like the butterfly effect. And then they happen, they trickle along and affect something here. Me stepping outside my comfort zone and starting my business and many of the actions that I took were very outside my comfort zone as well. I knew that that gave me the courage. I studied abroad in Australia for six months. I don't think I 
ever would have done that if I hadn't stepped outside my comfort zone and did that thing and proved to myself, okay, I can do hard things. I can push myself. I can become independent. I've grown my mindset. I have faith that I'll be okay going away and not being able to text my mom to come meet me for lunch every single day because we're 90 minutes apart. Now we're going to be across the world, but I know I can do this because I built my confidence in myself. I really believe that action will breed your confidence and inaction will breed doubt. It's going to breed insecurity. When you're sitting here for five days, working out was on your to-do list. You're not going to trust yourself. You're not even going to believe that you're going to work out on that sixth day, right? Because you've blown yourself off so many days in a row. So what we do in one area of our lives all contributes towards our confidence. And sometimes we want to build confidence just in business. I know that was me, but I wasn't building confidence in any other area in my life. So I had to start with my faith. I had to start with my health. It was my business as well. It was my relationships, making clear boundaries, and then actually following through with them. And all of that contributes together to create your confidence, I think. And it really stems down to what do you want? And then what are you doing to go out and do that? Because it's one thing to say something. It's another thing entirely to do it. And it feels really, really good to keep your promises to yourself. So everything you just said was amazing. One of the things that I want to touch on that I love so much is really the first thing you said, which is the opinions of others and like, and blocking that out. And I, and I would say that for anybody, not just people building an entrepreneurial business, but everyone, you know, so many people hold themselves back because of the opinions of other people. It's almost like they start something and they go out and they're taking a survey. And if they get a, get a really good response from other people, then they're going to pursue it. And if they don't, they're, they won't. And I'm going to let you guys know from my experience, obviously it's a different age. I'm 50 years old. When I started my journey, more people laughed at me, more people doubted me, more people thought I was crazy. But you know what? My why was bigger than other people's opinions. And as you build your confidence, as you build your confidence, like I'm so rock solid in who I am. That doesn't mean we're perfect, right? But I'm rock solid in who I am and where I'm going, that that is completely unshakable. And so that's that's one thing, for whether you're, you're young, becoming an entrepreneur, whatever you're doing in life, and as you progress through life, your confidence is everything. Okay, Brooke, what advice would you give others as they're going through their journey, when they get rejection, when they when when they have doubt, or when they experience other people's opinions, because you guys, I'm here to, I'm sorry to tell you, it's going to happen. I'd love to tell you that everybody's gonna say yes and nobody's gonna have an opinion and you're never gonna have a moment of doubt, but you are, and it's okay because it makes what you're building worth it. And it makes your journey to success that much more interesting. So Brooke, what's some advice that you would share with our listeners today? Yes, I, I love this question. And what I have found is one of my biggest hesitations, first of all, was other people's opinions. What are people going to think of me when I start my business? This is something so different. What are people going to think of me when I start posting on social media? Because when you do something in the beginning, you might not look like you have it all together because you don't. You're learning something new. You're a beginner and it takes a lot of courage and you might not have confidence yet, but as long as you have courage and take those steps, you can start to build your confidence. But something that I remind myself and the people that I work with all the time when it comes to other people's opinions or rejection or whatever that may be is that it's not personal ever. It's a projection. And I know that that's thrown around a lot, but what I like to say specifically is think about a time 
where you felt on top of the world. Maybe you just got engaged. Maybe you just got a huge promotion at work. Maybe you just secured your largest client in your business. Maybe you just were feeling really, really good and healthy and filled with faith. You were at church, heard a great service. You were just feeling really, really good at that moment. Did you think to judge anybody? Were you looking at other people thinking, what are they doing? They look cringe. No, you were focused on yourself, moving yourself forward. You were so excited. You felt so grateful. You felt so filled with confidence and excitement in that moment that you didn't look around. I'm willing to guess. I'm assuming here. And we judge people. I know it's the case for me. I'm not perfect on the days that we don't feel good about ourselves, right? Or in the moments or the times in my life, I can really say, I would like to think I'm really great about this now. But during the time in my life where I didn't feel so confident and I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life, that's when it's really easy to look around. So my point is that it's never, ever personal and really think about your personal experience. We don't judge people on the days that we feel good. So keep that in mind when other people are judging you as well. It's not personal at all. And it's really an opportunity to grow. My entrepreneurial journey has helped me get over that fear of rejection and other people's opinions in my business specifically, but that affects every bit of your life. When I started my business and I was starting to experience these things that don't seem pleasant at the time, I realized as I started to get over that, wait a minute, I didn't realize people's opinions were also holding me back in what major I chose. Other people's opinions were also holding me back in who I hung around, what sorority I joined, other people's opinions. When you start to get over it in one area, I think entrepreneurship is such a great way, fast track way to build your confidence, build, um, I don't want to say be immune to rejection because we're human. We're never immune to it, but it's such a great opportunity to grow and to learn. And you'll learn to not let other people's opinions affect you in all other areas of life. And you'll also start to hang around people who support you and other people who feel the same way as you and like minds, but you're only going to meet those people when you stand firm in what you want. And when you have the courage to break away from maybe the people who aren't serving you, we can't expect to have incredible, positive, inspiring relationships if we're willingly tolerating relationships that are dragging us down and aren't supporting us and are saying really negative things. And we have to maybe be willing to stand alone for a little bit or just stay in a small circle of people that you really trust. And when you go out there boldly with your confidence and with your interests and your values. You're going to have other people gravitate towards you that also feel those same things. So have know that going into it as well. If you don't have people around you that support you so much right now, you will have those people, but you have to go out there and find them. Absolutely. Okay. This next question, you could probably talk about it for an hour, but we're going to, we're just going to touch on it. You have a pretty big following on social media. And I have watched you be consistent for years. And so often in today's world, people hear the power of building their brand, of building influence on social media. And I also know from experience that success does not come from just simply doing a post or simply doing a poll and just kind of waiting for success to fall in your lap because social media is the new way of, of, or an additional way to do face-to-face, belly-to-belly because success in anything is about building connections, about building relationships. It's about meeting those people. And now we just have another avenue to do that. So what's like a piece of advice you would give people who are like exploring into the social media piece and really want to make connections to level up their success and their network? So you touched on my first tip for sure, which is consistency. You are going to have 
many different times. It might be weeks. It might be months of feeling like you're planting so many seeds and needing to show up day in and day out. You're not sure if anybody's watching. Maybe you're going live and you have one person hop on or two people hop on or you're posting a reel and it doesn't get as many likes as this person's getting but you need to continue to show up in those moments because you're building trust with your community. You're getting your word out there. And also think if your first live stream had 100, 1000 people on it, you would probably freak out. That's way too many people. You're going to have so much practice and experience under your belt from being consistent. You're going to learn that way. You're going to grow that way. You're going to get your message out more. Like I said, so be really consistent. Know that growth does not happen overnight anywhere, especially on social media. So be consistent, show up every day. And then the next thing is really just go out there with the intention of connecting, just like you said. And with that comes with building trust. So showing up is really important. Adding value to other people. I think a common trap that people fall into is just wanting one video that goes viral and doing all these trends, which is good and can add value in some sense. But how about focusing on, okay, what do I actually want to share that's unique to me? There are people all over social media that are doing things just for trends or doing things to be like somebody else there's people out there filling those needs for people, right? So what need can you fill? What gifts do you specifically have that you can add value to people in and go out and share that? What are you looking for? Who did you get advice from? And how can you spin all of your experiences to actually add value to people? And that's how you're going to build a unique community of people when they feel like you know they get to know you and you're adding so much value. And when they want advice on that one thing, they know you can, they can come to your page and feel good and feel inspired, learn more about your recipes or about your fitness journey or about your personal growth journey, about your business tips, whatever that is specific for you. When you focus on adding value, connecting, speaking with people, intentionally going out and meeting people in person, of course, but also on the social media space has been really, really helpful for me and just looking to form friendships over wanting to go viral and knowing that there's so much value in building a community. I know people who have hundreds of thousands of followers who start a business, post a link and expect to have a thriving business overnight that can't make a sale. And I know people with a hundred followers who have a very loyal, they know them, they trust them, who grow incredible thriving businesses on social media. So it's not an amount of followers. It's not in how often you go viral. It's in building trust with your community and adding value. So that's my advice on that for sure. Awesome. And I'm, and I'm going to add a piece to that because you guys, if you're out there building your social media like platform to touch the lives of people, yes, it's all about exactly what Brooke said, the consistency and showing up and doing it. But it's also what are you doing behind the scenes to become excellent? Like are you raising your standards, setting goals, meeting goals? Like all of these things are building your confidence. They're building your credibility. They're building your following. So it's not just putting yourself out there. It's putting yourself in that game and playing to win and expecting your very best. So because we just touched on social media, Brookie, I call her Brookie, okay? Where can people follow you? Because you guys, no matter what you do as a business, and I might be a little bit biased because I birthed her, okay? But I genuinely love following Brooke on social media. All of her food, I'm actually eating the same meal as she posted. I could take the same picture. In fact, we went away. We went away to St. Lucia on a trip that I had earned this summer. And one of the meals, we had this filet and it was amazing. And it was me, my friend Deanna and Brooke. We all took the same exact picture. 
it, to our eyes, it was breathtaking. My picture looked like you wouldn't want to feed it to an animal. And hers looked like absolutely magnificent. And so she's, whether it's talking about her reels and her exercise and her nutrition or her mindset, she's an amazing person to follow. So where can people find you on social media? Thank you for that. Definitely another one of my tips is just don't overthink it. Do it messy, even if it isn't a picture of the most perfect meal. Just be you. Go out there and share it and create more than you consume. For sure, it's so easy to compare yourself to other people or even just waste so much time thinking you're getting inspiration from other people in your field or getting ideas for reels, ideas for stories. And then you think you're working all day long and you've just compared yourself to people for hours and haven't actually created any content that's going to connect with people. So focus more on what you want to share, how you can add value and just show up as you, even if it's a picture that doesn't look as good, your food, whatever that is. But where people can find me on Instagram is where I share the majority of my content. And my at is at Brooks, B-R-O-O-K-E-S, journey with two Y. So J-O-U-R-N-E-Y-Y is my Instagram. Amazing. And you know what? I'm so glad you said that not to overthink it and just post your food. Because if you guys follow me, I just do a story. I hit post. Uh, And my kids will say, did you even see if there was something in your teeth? Did you see the lighting? Did you see the picture of your food that you took a picture of? Yeah, I did. And I just, boof, I just put it out on my story. So I'm glad you gave me permission to be me. Okay. We are going to wrap this up. I could talk to you for the next two hours and I'm sure our listeners are just loving you. You guys, this is my first guest, my first guest, my first child. I'm super excited. What is just like the, if you want to just just share a last thought. It could be anything, a piece of advice, anything on your mind that you'd want to share with our listeners today. My thing I want to leave everybody with, the young moms that I was speaking to in the beginning, but anybody who could be listening who is maybe on an entrepreneurial journey or somebody who is looking to build their confidence, build their belief, is that I pray you know that you have everything inside of you. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that you are made for more. You are looking to level up and you have a dream inside of your heart that I believe you have every single thing that it takes to go out and build decide what it is that is, get really, really clear on it. Let everybody know around you in your life, know the price that you're going to need to pay to achieve that and then go out and pay it and take those steps forward and know that you are creating a better future for you and for all of your loved ones, whether that is your kids, whether that's your future family that you don't have yet, whether that's the future you that you're going to develop into through setting these goals. I don't even recognize the person that I was 19 when I started my business. And I know that a lot of maturing happens period between the years 19 and 23. But I know that this business and being on this journey of building my confidence and building my business has absolutely transformed my life in ways that I I'm so grateful for, and they're so unique to this journey that I'm on. And I know all of you are on building yourself personally, building your faith, building all of these things that we learn on this podcast each and every week. So I pray that this was valuable. I pray that this fills you with confidence and courage and knowing that these sacrifices will be worth it. They might not show up right away. They might not show up next week, but they will show up when you consistently show up for yourself and all of the people around you. So have an amazing rest of your day. I am going to leave you with that. And I'm so proud of my mom for the way that she shows up the way that she pours into other people and inspires, I know, thousands, millions of the downloads and the people who have listened, but it inspires my siblings and the people who live within this house the most. So we're so grateful for you and we love you. Amazing. Okay. This mama is really, really proud 
my parents are actually just arriving. So my Tito, who's actually like my fifth child, is about to bark. You guys, I want to thank you for listening. Again, join our Winnow family. I want to know what you think of, of this episode. I want to know the future guests that you want to have on this episode. My heart is so full. Happy birthday, Brooke, because this is coming out. Even though today's not your birthday, it is going to be your birthday, the day that the world is going to hear this podcast. And my friends, next episode, we're going to be talking about manifesting. Our energy is everything. What we focus on, what we believe, what we put out there, the, the level of energy that we vibrate on, how we see the world. We have so much control over our future. So that's what we're going to be talking about next week. Go out and make this week amazing. And if you are a parent building this business or you have, whether it's a significant other, if you've got somebody in your life that they don't intentionally hold you back, but you don't want to miss a minute with them to level up your life. Remember, you're leveling up your life for them. Don't make your why your excuse. Make your why your reason. You are worth more and we are put on this earth to live out our God-given potential and you were made for more. Go out and be amazing. Love you, friends. <laughs>